Hey guys, how's it going? This is Josue Salcedo, youth pastor of Remnant Youth here at King Jesus Ministry. This is the Remnant Youth Podcast. I want to thank you for tuning in with us today. And if you're looking for something that speaks louder than your situation and you want to know what God is saying now, then this message is for you. Revelations 2.29. We can go there. Jesus, help me today. I'm bringing your grace. Revelations 2.29 says, whoever, whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to who? Church. How many of you believe that you're the church? Amen. Uh, should I, um, just for the, for the media's sake, should I just stay up here? Is that better for me to stay up here? Or? What was that? All right, let's just go down. All right, so Revelations 2.29, like my papa says, I love to be closer to the, to the crowd, right? All right. So Revelations 2.29 says, whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. How many of you believe that you're the church? How many of you believe that you're the church? And how many of you believe that God is speaking? Now, this is not the book of Genesis where you and I can probably contemplate whether God is speaking to our generation or not. No, this is the book of Revelations. <laughs> this, this is Jesus speaking to the end time church. How many of you believe that we in the end times, things are not getting any easier, things are not getting any nicer? You know, Jesus can come back at any moment. That's the truth. Our spiritual father, he says it all the time. He says that he believes that the rapture would take place 10 to 15 years from what we're living in, and it could even happen now. So we know that Jesus is speaking to the church. He's speaking to you and to me, and he's telling you, if you have an ear to hear what I have to tell you, if you have an ear to hear what I'm saying, if, if you care about what I'm saying, then listen to this. That's basically what Jesus is saying here in 229. Now, how many of you want to hear from God tonight? How many of you want to hear what's in the mind of Jesus? How many of you want to hear from God? You want God to speak to you tonight. It's important what God has to say. Well, that's what he's saying. He who has an ear, let him hear to what the Spirit is saying. Let's go to Revelations, same chapter 2, verse 18. Oh, by the way, is there anyone that visits us from afar? Anyone that visits us from afar, that you're not from this house. Um, you're a youth leader, a youth pastor, or you just visit us from another city, another state. Anybody? Okay. That you're not from this house. You're from this house. Anyone else? You're from this house. That you're not from this. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't know. Wow. Oh, okay. All right. All right, can, can you put your hands together for her twin? Wow. That, like, caught me by surprise. I want to bless you with this. Can somebody just give that to her? Can you give that to her? Listen, I want to encourage you. Wow, I didn't know you had a twin, man. That's so awesome. Jeez, I, I think that's, like... Wow, can you put your hands together for her? If this is also your first time, then we just want to welcome you and say welcome. 
So, anyways, I want to challenge you all. If you weren't here last Sunday in our 9 a.m. service, I want to challenge you to go and receive and just hear the message because there's so much that's in that message that I won't be able to share with you. And maybe God wouldn't have it in me to share with you, but you can go and get it yourself. Amen? So I want to challenge you to go and, and receive this word. Apostle has come out with a late, the, his latest series called War Against the Spirit of Jezebel. Now for our sake here on Fridays, we're going to change the topic. And we're going to call it, what are we going to call it again? She don't stand a chance. Someone holler, she don't stand a chance. So she don't stand a chance is based on Apostle's latest series called War Against the Spirit of Jezebel. Let's go to Revelations 2.18. These are the words of the Son of God, whose eyes are like blazing fire and whose feet are like burnished bronze. Verse 19. I know your deeds. He knows your what? He also knows your what? And your, and your, and your. So he knows our deeds, he knows our love, he knows the faith we have, he even knows our service. How many of you serve here at church? God knows your service. And he also knows our perseverance and that you are now doing more than what you did at first. How many people are doing now more than what you did when you first got through these doors? I don't know if that's a blessing, I don't know if, I mean, you know, it's a blessing. But the point is, we've fallen madly, deeply in love with God where we're willing to do way more than what we were once willing to do. Amen? So he knows all these things. Verse 20. Nevertheless, say with me, nevertheless, I have this against you. So even though I know your perseverance, your service, your love, your faith, I have this against you, that you what? Say that word one more time. That you tolerate that woman, another translation calls her a witch. You tolerate that woman, Jezebel, or that witch, Jezebel, who calls herself a what? Yeah, usually witches call themselves prophets. By her teaching, she misleads my servants into sexual immorality, and we'll get on to the rest of the verse. But what I want you to highlight here is, nevertheless, I have this against you. I want you to say with me, we in a war. I want you to say it louder. Say with me, we are in a war. Pastor, what do you mean we're at a war? You have to understand that we are in a war. And what are we in a war against? We in a war with whatever God has against you. I don't know about you, but I don't want God to have anything against me. I don't know about you, but whatever Jesus is saying is very important for me to hear. I want to hear what he has to say. I want to hear what he's telling me. And you see, the Bible says, to he who has ears, in other words, to he who's important what God is saying, hear what the Spirit of God, hear what God himself is telling you. And what God is telling you is, I know your deeds. I know your love. I know you love me. I see your faith. I see how hard you work and how hard you serve. I've seen how you want to leave the church, but you 
you're still here. I see your perseverance, but this I have against you. And again, I don't know about you, but I don't want Jesus to have anything against me. I want to be cool with Jesus. I want to, I said, I want to be cool with Jesus. And I want to be the coolest that I can be with him. I want to, I want, in other words, I don't want him to have anything. Have you ever had anything against somebody? I said, have you ever had anything against somebody? Has anybody ever had something against you? Usually when you have something against someone, you don't really want to kick it with the person. You don't really want to vibe with them. You don't care so much about talking to them or hanging out with them. As a matter of fact, you usually dodge those type of people. They text you and they say, hey, you want to go get something to eat? And you make up an excuse. You lie to yourself and you lie to them. Oh, I'm busy. Oh, I got stuff to do. You ain't got nothing to do. You out there watching now. Netflix. You ain't, you ain't got nothing else to do, but you have something against them, or they have something against you. Again, remnant youth, I don't know about you, but I don't want God to have anything against me, so I'm out of war. And what am I in a war? I'm in a war with whatever God himself, God Almighty, Jesus, the one who took nails to his hands and his feet for me. Whatever it is he has against me, I'm at war with that. Because me being cool with Jesus is far, is far greater than whatever weakness I got that he can't tolerate. Whatever I got to do for him to be cool with me, whatever I got to do, whatever you got to do, so that he no longer has anything against you or me or us, listen, we are war. Can I get an amen? And what is it that he says? This, nevertheless, this I have against you that you what? That you tolerate what? I'm going to preach to you. I'm going to preach to you tonight. Can I preach to you? Listen, I'm going to preach to you about two things tonight. I'm going to preach to you about that witch named Jezebel. And I'm going to preach to you about you. Because truth be told, and this wasn't even part of the message, truth be told, there wouldn't be a Jezebel without a you tolerating. So I'm going to preach to you that in about, in about a moment, but I want to speak to you about Jezebel first. Who the heck is Jezebel? Because if Jesus has this against me that I'm tolerating this chick or this witch, then I, I know who my fight is with. I know that not, not, not only do I know that I'm at war, but I also know why am I at war. Somebody say with me, I'm at war. You see, and when you are at war, I was talking to somebody earlier today, and when you are at war, you need to be wise. Because if you ain't wise, and if you don't take wisdom with you to a war, what's going to happen to you? You're going to die. Somebody going to kill you for being a fool. Somebody going to kill you because you don't know how to go to war. And if we are at war, then we need to know how to go to war. And how do we go to war, Pastor? We go to war with wisdom. We have to be wise when we go to war. Man, let me just go to the next subject. Listen, God will speak to you on how to go to war. God will speak to you because the truth be told... 
just like Jesus said it there, he's saying it now. You and I, we too dumb to know how we've been tolerating her. You here tonight, me, myself, I knew, I, I was here Sunday with the message and Jesus said, this I have against you. You've been tolerating that witch Jezebel. Truth be told, the reason why you and I have been tolerating this witch is because you and I have lacked the wisdom to know that we've been tolerating to begin with. Am I preaching to all? Oh, I feel it now. Am I preaching to all? Oh, I'm going to get in your face tonight. Listen, am I preaching to anybody here tonight? If you want to go to war with what God has against you in the now, you need wisdom. And wisdom will show you in your life right now. Wisdom will speak to you at a personal level on how you've been tolerating this witch that you didn't even know you was tolerating her. You didn't even know that you was tolerating her enough that you got yourself in trouble with Jesus. He has now something against you because you've been doing something that you didn't even see yourself. You didn't even know yourself that you were doing. Say with me, I need wisdom. <sighs> you need wisdom. I need wisdom. And so how do we go to war? Or why are we going to war? We are going to war because this spirit is robbing you and is robbing me from breakthrough. This spirit is robbing you and is robbing me from victories. This witch is robbing you and is robbing me from prosperity. This witch is robbing you and is all. Oh, she been robbing you and she been robbing me from identity. So we must go to war against this witch. I said we must go to war against this witch. Pastor, what's her name? Her name is Jezebel. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12. If you can put the... That's fine, just put... Ephesians 6 12 for our struggle is not against flesh and blood. Our struggle is not against what? But against... Listen, there's so much that I have to share in this verse. But for the sake of time, I'll just tell you two things. Number one, don't go out there trying to hurt people. Don't go out there hurting yourself. It's not you who you are in war with. It's not people that you are in war with. Guys, you need to learn this principle. Can I teach you something tonight? I'm going to teach you a principle. Listen to this. There is a spiritual conflict that is taking place in the spirit dimension that is reflected in the natural dimension. And we see the results of what's happening in the spiritual dimension in the natural. In other words, what is happening in the natural is caused, is caused by the spiritual. Whatever is happening in your natural is caused by whatever is happening in your spiritual. The natural will always reflect the spiritual. The issue is, is that every time we have an issue, the issue is that every time we have a problem or a circumstance, we tailor it to the surface. We tailor it to people. We tailor it to senses. And if you don't wake up and smell the coffee, and if the Holy Spirit doesn't open your eyes, you will think that your beef is always with people. You will think that your beef is always with 
earthly things and natural things. And tonight, God brought you here not just to tell you, hey, you are war. But God brought you here tonight to open your eyes and say, if there's something retarded in the natural, then you need to check your spiritual. If there's an issue that you're facing, if there's an issue that you're struggling with in the natural, you better go back and check the spiritual. Oh, I'm telling you, you got to go back. You Listen, the same way you print out bank statements, you better check your spiritual statements and check what's going on in that account. What's going on in the spiritual because chances are whatever's happening in the natural has already been happening in the spiritual. Oh, let me preach to somebody tonight. You think you being bullied because they don't like you? You think you really being bullied because that kid has something against you? No, no, no. You being bullied because something is first happening in the spiritual you being bullied because the devil is after your character he's after your identity he's after the boldness that you were created to walk and live with and until you wake up and smell the coffee and get on your knees and start praying and ask the spirit of God for his wisdom to start speaking to you on how to handle that bully and how to handle that situation and how to go back home and how to speak to your father and how to go about your finances you're gonna be a dummy you're not gonna know what you tolerated what's been going around but the minute you get a hold of wisdom and wisdom starts speaking to you you're gonna know exactly what's the root you're gonna know exactly what to go to war against you're gonna know exactly what to target oh can I tell you when you understand this principle ain't nothing shocks you in the natural because even when you shock you know where the root is you go back into the spiritual pastor what are you talking about what's the spiritual the secret place where nobody else can see but the father You want to know where you fight your battles? You fight them in the secret place. You want to know where you fight the battles? Oh, is that my family members struggling with cancer? You know where you go and you fight that battle? In the secret place. Stop looking at your emotions. Stop looking at your natural senses. Stop trying to read a book and hear a motivational preaching. You need to go into the secret place and start you need to cause if you want your natural to change, change your spiritual first. Pastor, I'm struggling financially. Pastor, I'm addicted to pornography. Pastor, I can't stop smoking. I can't stop drinking. I can't stop sleeping around. Do you really want your natural to change? Whatever's happening in the natural is caused by the spiritual dimension. In other words, if you want something to change in the natural, you must change it in the spiritual first. Earth was not created to be governed. Earth was created to be governed by heaven not heaven by earth earth was created to be governed by heaven not hell nowadays the church has been tolerating Jezebel the church has been tolerating the devil and all his demons to influence and not just the church 
outside the church. And not just outside the church, but now inside the church. And the church needs to step it up. I came tonight to say the church needs to step it up. We need to step it up as the body of Christ. We need to step it up as sons and daughters of the Most High. We need to step it up because you and I, we have the real answers. We have the real solutions. But if we tolerating things, no wonder Jesus says, this I have against you. You've been given all authority, but you tolerating a witch? You have the ability to change your natural circumstances by going into the spirit, but you tolerating this mess? And tonight, I believe that God is speaking to you and I, and he's telling us, you can make a difference. So tonight, we're going to do a couple of things. We're going to declare what we were born to do. We're going to declare our mandate. We're going to declare our purpose. How many of you know that God brought you here to this ministry to bring the supernatural power to this generation? How many of you have a clear conviction that that's part of your mandate? How many of you have promises and prophetic words? Listen, we're going to declare them tonight. Can I get an amen? We're going to declare them. Because the devil has been after them. How many of you have ever received a prophetic word or a promise and you feel like the enemy has been attacking you in that area? I just feel like tonight is just spirit-led, to be honest. I'm serious. I just feel like tonight is just being spirit-led. Listen. How many of you have ever felt, how many of you ever had, the moment you got a prophetic word, the moment you realized God gave you a promise, the devil went ham on you. The devil just started attacking you. Listen, tell somebody all the time. Listen, no, no, don't play. I'm not ready to minister yet. Listen, you know what that tells you? That the devil believes your prophecies more than you do. You know what that tells you? That the devil believes more your promises than you do. And God brought you here tonight to get you to start fighting. I said God brought you here tonight for you to take a stand. God brought you here tonight so you can put up your fists, so you can put your hands up and get in a fighting stance and start waging war for your promises and start waging war for your breakthroughs and start waging. I said God brought you here tonight so you can stand to your feet, put your hands up because you and I, we in a fight, baby. Me and you, we are war and we need to go to war with any witch, with any demon, with any devil. And you want me to tell you what's the best part about this war? The war is already won. You and I, we already have victory. All you and I got to do is enforce the victory. It's enforce what Jesus Christ already did at the cross.
cross. I know that you believe your words, but there's a witch named Jezebel that tries to call herself a prophet and prophesy something else to you. That witch has been trying to prophesy a different destiny. She's been trying to tell you you're never going to prosper. You're always going to be in poverty and lack. I came to call the devil and that witch a liar. I came to remind somebody you are called and destined for greatness. I don't know what that witch has been telling you. I don't know what that witch has been prophesying to you. But I came tonight to remind somebody, don't focus on what that witch is saying. Focus on what God already said. On what God already established. On what God already did on that cross. Listen, let's go back real quick. Listen, either you're being manipulated or you're manipulating. Listen. Say it with me, we are war. You know what the word Jezebel means? The name Jezebel means incohabitant. In other words, in French, can't stand her. That's what the word and the name Jezebel means. That's why you shouldn't name your daughter Jezebel. Listen, Jezebel means literally, I can't stand her. Can't stand you. Why? Jezebel is a manipulator. Jezebel is a control freak. Jezebel is a gossiper. Jezebel is a false accuser. That, that woman, Jezebel, in the Bible was the worst woman, was the most wicked woman that you could ever find in the Bible. This woman was a false worshiper. We don't got the time to go there, but you can find it in 1 Kings. She was the daughter of an idolater, and she was born to to worship false gods. She was born to worship false idols. And two of the gods that this witch, Jezebel, served was the idol named Baal, Baal, Baal. And the other one, I forgot even how to mention that name, Athrasra. And what, that, and what that idol, Baal, represents is the elements, earth, wind, and fire. That's what people would worship him. They would worship him because he was the god of the elements, earth, wind, and fire. That's why when Elijah went against the false prophets of Jezebel, that's why he commanded fire to fall. Because he knew that little fake false god you worshiping, that little fake phony baloney false god that you worship named Baal, he ain't no God or no elements. I serve Yahweh. I serve the one true God. And he said, let's see who serves the real God. So he called on fire. He called on the same thing that that false idol represents. And fire burned all of his false prophets. Listen. And you know what was the other idol that she served? Athestral which represents three things, idolatry, idolatry. Number two, sexual immorality. And number three, 
sacrifice of children. That was their way of worshiping. You see, me and you, we come here on a Friday night and we have a great worship team and we got some pianos and we got some saxophones and some electrical guitars. They had altars and they would literally sacrifice babies and that's how they would worship. They would literally build an altar and they would prostitute themselves, men with men, women with women. They'd have orgies and that's how they would worship this God called Athestro. They would sacrifice children. They would assassinate people now some of you I knew when I would say this you would look at me funny like pastor what are you talking about and this Old Testament stuff and that doesn't happen no more let's go back to Revelations 2:20. let's go back to Revelations 2:20. I got about five more minutes to unveil and expose this witch named Jezebel nevertheless I have a few things against you because you allow that woman. You tolerate that woman. God told me this Sunday, the focus has always been on Jezebel. The focus has always been on the manipulator and the controller. And oh, you know that she's a Jezebel. You got to watch with her because she's a Jezebel. You know what God told me this Sunday? It ain't really about Jezebel. It's about the one that's tolerating Jezebel. And I came tonight to tell you, Jezebel can come through a child. Jezebel Jezebel can come through a male, a woman, a father, a mother, a friend, an organization. Jezebel can control through a church, through a leader, through a mentor, through a pastor. You need to be careful. God is calling you and I to not tolerate that witch. You know what God is calling you to do? It ain't about Jezebel. It's about that little word that comes before the word woman. Tolerate. That word tolerate is what you need to watch out for. Because this toleration that gives birth to a Jezebel. You know why there's a Jezebel in this church and in your life? Because you're too weak to confront her. You're too passive. You're too indifferent. You're too busy tolerating that witch. Oh, I'm going to preach to you tonight. It ain't about no Jezebel. It's always been about toleration. It's always been about tolerating. The Bible speaks about two people, Jezebel and Ahab. I already told you, this woman Jezebel was wicked, manipulative, control freak. Listen, by her teaching, she misleads my servants into sexual immorality. If Jezebel can seduce you, then she can reduce you. Listen, by her teaching, she, means, she misleads my servants into sexual morality and the eating of food sacrificed to idols. A lot of people, they've been taught that Jezebel, she manipulates sexually, and she does. That spirit operates that way. By the way, Jezebel is not a woman. Jezebel is a principality. Jezebel is a spirit. And that spirit can operate through a child, through a mother, through a father, through a man, through a woman. As a matter of fact, can I promise you won't get mad at me? Can I be honest with you? That spirit has operated through you. And through me. And can I tell you another sad truth? You've tolerated it. 
And so have I. But today, it ends. I said, today, it ends. I don't know about you, but if you want to go into 2020 still being a weak man and tolerating that witch, that's on you. But from today, this from now, from today on, I'm not going to tolerate that witch no more. I said, I'm not going to tolerate that witch no more. You know what that word sexual morality means? It means two things. It means perversion. It means exactly what it says, immorality. And that word also means breaking covenants. You see, Jezebel is the number one reason why homes are destroyed. She's a homebreaker. She's, she's the number one reason why there's division in the church. Why there's division in the families. Isn't it funny that the spirit of Elijah restores fathers to their children and children to the fathers? But the spirit of Jezebel, it's not a peacemaker. It doesn't bring restoration. It doesn't bring peace. It doesn't bring unity. It brings division. You see, what that word sexual morality means is to break covenants. What does that mean? It's as if I was to go to Andres, and I would begin to speak to Andres poorly about Lewis. And I will begin to speak to him negative things about him. What am I doing between them two? I'm breaking covenant. I'm a home wrecker to a friendship. I'm a home wrecker to an apostle and his sheep. I'm a home wrecker between a mentor and his disciples. I'm a home wrecker between co disciple. And co-disciple, I know that you don't want to hear about this, but let me speak to you about the Jezebel up in this church. Listen. Oh, there's a King Jesus Jezebel. Listen. Breaking covenants. Gossip. False accusations. Have you noticed that usually when people speak to you about people, it's usually about people you know? Oh, there's a big difference between getting advice and gossip. Usually when people talk to you about people, they talk to you about your own friends. They talk to you about people that you hang out with, that you kick it with, that you cool with. And you know what is the motive? Not of the person, it's of the spirit. Remember, your fight is not against flesh and blood, it's not against people. The Bible teaches us to be merciful with people, but to be merciless with the Spirit. It is a sin to have mercy on the devil. It is a sin to have mercy on Jezebel. As a matter of fact, you want to know why you tolerate that woman Jezebel? You know why? You know what's the first thing that you do in order to tolerate something? Not confronted. 
first way you have mercy on that witch Jezebel, the first way that you begin to tolerate that witch Jezebel is by not confronting. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to preach to somebody here tonight. I need to preach to somebody that's willing to take a stand with Apostle, that's willing to take a stand with us, that's willing to take a stand with Jesus, that's willing to take a stand with what he's saying to the church, with what he's saying to you and to me. The days are over where we don't confront that spirit. The days are over where we tolerate that spirit, where we are merciful with that spirit because we don't confront it, because we don't speak to it. You see, the, the name Ahab, what that name Ahab means is a weak man, is one who compromises truth for the sake of peace. And you know what the Spirit of God told me tonight? He says, many of my children, in the name of peace, in the name of, I don't want to start no problems. I don't want to get nobody in trouble. I don't want to start no trouble. In the name of peace, you've been a weak man. In the name of peace, now you got Jesus, the King and the Lord, to have something against you because you were too weak to confront. Because you just didn't want no problems. And you didn't want to hurt nobody. Well, I hope it's worth it because now Jesus himself has a thing or two against you. I'm preaching to you as much as I'm preaching to myself. We can't tolerate this witch no more. We cannot tolerate the breaking of covenant no more. If you tolerate gossip, you're tolerating a witch. Tomorrow, you lend your ears to gossip, you're a witch tolerator. And you better remember what the Spirit of God is telling you. The day of tomorrow, you're speaking bad about your parents, you're a Jezebel. You're a man, you're a woman, you're a teenager under the influence of that spirit. The day of tomorrow, you're speaking bad about people. Ain't it funny when people speak to you about people, if you ask them, yeah, have you gone and spoken to that person? They say, no. Why are you talking to me? Go and talk to that person. But you don't want to start no trouble. But you don't want to start no problems. Then shut your mouth. Because whenever you take, whenever you don't take something to God, and whenever you don't take something to the person, that's called gossip. Because nothing will ever get resolved. If you got an issue, take it to God. He'll resolve those issues. Take it to the person. Guys, this is one-on-one -on -one not tolerating this witch. This is one-on-one -on -one going to war against the spirit of Jezebel. Let me just read this quickly. Just, just go down with me. Nevertheless, I have this against you. You tolerate that woman Jezebel. Jezebel falsely accuses. You know what I've learned about this, this, this spirit? It will accuse you for what it does itself. Jezebel, an inconhabitant person, you can't live with them. You can't stand them. Jezebel, someone you can't live with, someone alone, caused Elijah to be inconhabitant. 
caused Elijah to be alone himself. I've learned this through experience. Nine out of ten of those things that that spirit accuses you for, whatever person is being operated, whatever, whoever the person is that's allowing themselves to be operated by that spirit is dealing with the thing that he's accusing or she's accusing you of. Oh, they don't never say hi to people. I guarantee you that person is like that. Oh, they're always bitter. Oh, they're always talking crap about people. I guarantee you that person struggles with that leg. Because it calls itself a prophet. But it ain't a prophet. And whatever is prophesying over you, it's a lie from hell. And it's a lie from the devil. And it's time that we don't tolerate that witch no more. And can I tell you something? Look, who misleads my servants into sexual immorality and the eating of food sacrificed to idols. You know why she feeds? Because Jezebel destroys you from the inside. It wants to be in, the, in your insides. It wants to nourish her way of thinking. You know, what, you know what the Bible says? It says, rebellion is as witchcraft as idolatry is to stubbornness. You know what stubbornness means? It's to make out of your own mind an idol. It's to make out of the way you think an idol. And you know what's one of the missions of the spirit of Jezebel? It's to get you to think the way she thinks. It's to get you to see people for the, what she says, who they are. It wants to nourish your mind. It wants you to become an idol. It wants you to worship her way of thinking. It wants to control the way you see things. It wants to control the way you feel towards things. It wants to manipulate you. It wants to control you. One of the things that the spirit of Jezebel does is that it emasculates people. It robs people from their identity, from their DNA. That's why nowadays men want to be women and women want to be men. What type of confusion is going on here? Listen, that's the spirit of Jezebel. And in the Old Testament, this ain't new. This ain't 21st century. They did that back then. They did that back then. I, oh, I'm going to say something. I don't know if I should even say it. I wouldn't be surprised if one of those eunuchs thought that they were a chick. Listen, I'm being serious. It's, it feeds its agenda. It wants to control the way you think. And that spirit of Jezebel is in our society. You look at the family, the women are the ones running the show now. The women are providers, not men. That spirit has robbed the men. I want to speak to the men tonight. It's robbed you from your priesthood. You, you the provider. And now women are providing more than men. That spirit has removed fathers. Nowadays there's a generation growing up with fathers. Without fathers in their home. Without providers in their home. Fathers. No longer in their home. Walking out on their kids. Husbands cheating on their faithful wives. It's a spirit. It's a spell. Are you here? In the media, you see that spirit. 
it emasculates men. It emasculates women. It makes a man look like a pansy. It makes a man look soft. It makes a man look unisex. It reduces the man. It reduces women. Go on social media. Women, can I tell you something? You are more than good for sex. But that spirit of Jezebel is reduced the woman to breasts and booty. Sex objects. Sex sells, right? Jezebel. She's reduced the value of a woman. She's reduced the value of a man, of a priest. Men, you can be as successful as you can be in any area of your life. But if you're not a priest, you are zero. You are successful as you are a priest. Politics. Remember how the gods that she would serve sacrificed children? Abortion on demand. Nowadays, I remember back in high school, they were talking about, they were trying to compel us to believe killing a fetus was okay. And now you're talking about nine months? Yo, if you can't see an issue, there's a spell. You've been bewitched. You operating under a spell. I guarantee you, can I, can I, man, I don't know if I'm, I'm, I'm preaching to anybody here tonight. Can I tell you the truth? You would have tried to bring that lie 10 years ago into high school. I guarantee you, whoever was promoting and preaching abortion would have stopped. But it took 10, 15 years of corruption to now get a generation to now believe it's okay. What's next? After it's born? I remember, well, I wasn't alive, but do you remember, yo, coming home at 10 p.m.? Yo, that was like, girl's a prostitute. Talk to your parents. They'll tell you. Listen, why am I telling you that? Because that's how corruption works. What's worse? An 18-year-old girl sleeping with a 40-year-old or an 8-year-old being raped. I guarantee you that the majority of everyone here, including myself, will say the 8-year-old because you're robbing innocence. But truth be told, they both just as bad. It's just Jezebel has gotten a hold of you and me. And we tolerate things now much more than what they were tolerated before. And all she wants to do is deceive and corrupt and lie and feed us into her way of thinking. It's not bad. She's 18. She got her freedom of will. We tolerating things. I guess I will end on this note. I really wish I could have shared everything. But I will just end on this note. Tonight you have to make a decision. I love what Kanye West says. Culture can no longer control me. Nowadays, even in politics, 
they got people choosing their skin color to vote based on their skin color instead of their morals you know what the you know what the mission of Jezebel was you know what it was it was to get Israel to stop worshiping Yahweh and worship Baal it was to break its moral compass it was to break its values to break its moralities to break its core values to change its faith how can somebody do that how can somebody get an entire nation an entire country to destroy its own moral values easy you change who they worship because you worship who you become you become who you worship and if you worship an idol or false god that's into sacrificing of children that's into sexual immorality and sexual perversion into stubbornness and rebellion guys look at this world look at politics look at government look at media look at families Look at the church. Nowadays, we allow and we're tolerating people to break covenants with each other, and it's okay. All right, I'll end with this. Promise. There's two people here tonight. There's people who have tolerated Jezebel. And you yourself are being manipulated. Or you're under the influence of that spirit. Why are we at war? Because now more than ever, breakthroughs are coming to you. Now more than ever, victories are coming to you. Every promise, every prophetic word you received and I received, come this year, 2020, you're going to see the completion. You're going to see the fulfillment of those words. But you have to understand that there's a devil that's going to come after you. The devil's not going to sit there and do nothing. The devil's not going to be chilling while you're getting blessed. He didn't even do that with Jesus, much less you and me. He came against him. You got to fight for your promises. You got to fight for your breakthroughs. You got to fight for your victories. And where do you fight them? Man, I wish I had more time to preach to you. Where do you fight them? In the secret place. Can I just share with you one more thing? And I really felt from God to share this with you. By the way, my wife is going to be preaching next week. And trust me, she's going to do a far better job than what I'm doing right now. But God give me grace. Listen. The same way, oh, this is for somebody right now. Listen, if you didn't get any of this, get this, please. 
Get this. The same way your fight is not against flesh and blood, neither is your reward system. When we read about Ahab and Jezebel, Ahab wanted a vineyard that belonged to somebody else. And the best way you can become someone is by destroying that someone. And Ahab was such a little punk, and he was so soft that he ran to his little witch wife named Jezebel and started crying to her because Naboth didn't want to sell him what he wanted because he wanted to give it to his children. You see, Jezebel is a legacy stealer, an inheritance stealer. She's after your breakthroughs and mine. She's after your victories and mine. She's after your legacy and mine. She's after your inheritance and mine. And Ahab went to Jezebel Say, hey, this guy, look, he doesn't want to sell it to me. Please, can you do something? And you know what she did? She got two false witnesses to accuse Naboth. And they killed him. And guess who got the little vineyard he wanted? Ahab. And I guess the reason why God is leading me to tell you this is because I have a question for you. And I know that my wife will go more into depth next week on this. But I have a question. How did you get your vineyard? How do you get your breakthroughs? How do you get your blessings? Is it through Jezebel? Or is it through Yahweh? Who's your rewarder? Manipulation or favor? Control or grace? A demon or the Holy Spirit? How do you get your breakthroughs? How do you get your blessings? How do you get your vineyard? The same way our fight is not against flesh and blood, neither is our reward system. And tonight, I have two callings to make. Number one, if you're here and you know that you know that that spirit has been influencing you, that you've been under the control and under the manipulation of that spirit, and you say, Pastor, pray for me, I don't want to be controlled. I don't want to be manipulated no more. Are you being manipulated? Is someone intimidating you? Is something intimidating you? Are you living in fear? Are you scared of your wife? Are you scared of people? No, I know, I know men that they don't say something because they don't want to start nothing. Manipulation and control. Fear and intimidation. Are you being controlled? Are you being manipulated by someone? Is there someone in... You know why Jezebel intimidated Elijah? Because she herself was intimidated by him. 
why are things coming against you? Why is the devil coming against you? Why is this spirit coming against you? Because it's afraid of you. Because it's jealous of you, but it'll accuse you of being jealous of it. It envies you. It wants to destroy you. It wants you under its control because it knows how much authority you really have. It wants to manipulate you because it has no identity. And it feeds off of manipulating, manipulation. It has no identity of its own. It's insecure. So it needs somebody with authority. It needs somebody with greatness to be a bozo and an Ahab and allow itself to be intimidated and manipulated so it can feel like it's something. Today, you're going to break off of that spirit. Today, you're going to break off of that spell. Today, you're coming out of manipulation and you're coming out of control. Today, you're coming out of fear and you're coming out of intimidation. I said today, not tomorrow, not later on this week, not 2020. No, today, if you're here, it's because God brought you here to set you free. If you're here, it's because God brought you here to deliver you. If you're here, it's because God has this against you. You've been allowing Jezebel to prophesy over you. You've been allowing Jezebel, you've been tolerating that witch to say who you are and what you are created to do but no more lies no more false prophecy tonight you're coming under the word of God you're coming under God's anointing God's authority God is gonna deliver you thank you for joining us today and a special shout out to those who follow us on a weekly basis if you love what you heard hit the subscribe button and follow us at remnant youth on Instagram and YouTube God bless you. We love you.